Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Thursday night. I'm Joel Norris, and whether you're listening on Podbean, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, a big thank you uh, for just taking some time out of your Thursday night to hear some NFL coverage by me. Um, again, just a big thank you. Whether you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, um, like the episode, and leave a comment uh, for uh, whether you have opinions or comments on uh, what I'm going to talk about in a minute and uh, some of the stuff that's going on around the National Football League, whether you disagree or agree, um, it's uh, big stories going on in the NFL. So uh, leave a comment um, and share your voice and share your thoughts and opinions uh, on the YouTube comment section on my episodes. Um, Podbean, share, uh, if you're listening on Podbean again, thank you. Share around with family, friends, colleagues, you name it. Share around with others. Follow the channel on Podbean. Same on Spotify. Like the episode. Uh, follow there and share around with others. We are also on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. Uh, at Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. Uh, all you got to do is follow and like the tweets, follow the page. Um, set the notifications to on so you can receive updates uh, for episodes and football news across the NFL and college football. Same with Facebook. All you got to do for Facebook is uh, follow the, uh, the page, like the post, um, set your notifications to on, receive updates and uh, news for football on Facebook. Uh, shifting gears now a little bit to another podcast that I listen to. Um, it's it's great. Uh, and y'all need to go check it out. It's uh, uh, On Air B&B uh, with Braxton J. Lewis and Blayton Williams. I know them personally. They're, a, uh, they're really good guys, um, good friends of mine. And um, they do a really good, a really, really good show. Uh, it's called On Air B&B. They focus on uh, all professional sports, uh, trend and uh, trending news and viral matters, and um, every just everyday topics in general. Um, it's a really good show, really, really good show. Uh, just take some, just take 25, 30 minutes, or maybe even 45 minutes out of your day to listen to it. Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, follow their uh, page, follow their channel, uh, like all the episodes, and share it around with others. Great, great stuff that they do. Good job that they're doing. It's on air, B&B, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify with Braxton J. Lewis and Blayton Williams. They do a really, really good job. Okay, the promotion is over for now. Um, so, big, big news coming out of the NFL. <laughs> uh, it's almost like when, when, when I sit here and then... I'm just sitting here going, okay, I'm talking about college football. And then, boom, NFL moments happen. And I'm like, okay, I kind of wish I was saying that on a Tuesday, but it's fine. You know, that's what Thursdays are for. Uh, I'm glad I'm talking about it now. Better, uh, better, you know, a few days after than never. Um, let's, let's kick it off with the Derek Carr situation. Uh, we're going to talk about free agents. We're going to talk about trade blocks tonight and, uh, and then wrap everything up and tie everything in all together. Um, Derek Carr, uh, that situation has been going on ever since the season uh, was around midseason, I would say. Um, he he wasn't, you know, he wasn't feeling very happy there, and the Raiders' feelings were mutual at this point, um, and and rightfully so. Uh, the Raiders weren't going in the right direction. Uh, Derek Carr didn't feel like he was going in the right direction either. So, I mean, the two sides met up. Uh, 
They said, we're going to trade you. He said, no, I have a no trade clause in my contract. Um, they're like, uh, okay, well, uh, we're going to find a suitable trade for you or and not. Uh, if not, we're going to cut you. We're going to release you. Um, he said, okay. So we're going to we're gonna look at tradable suitors. Uh, so he, he looked at the Jets. He said, no, I don't want to trade to the Jets. He looked at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he said, no, I don't want to get a trade to the Saints. I, I, I'm just... I'm not feeling the trades. So what happened was, okay, if we can't trade you by this date, we're going to have to uh, formally release you. So they did. They released Derek Carr after being with a team for about six years, six, seven years. Uh, He's been with the organization for a while. Um, He's put up some numbers with the Raiders early on in his career. Uh, Things have been kind of going towards a downward trend uh, ever since then. Um, he was looking, he was testing free agency, uh, free agency, the new league year begins, uh, in next week on the 15th, uh, mark your calendars for that for Wednesday. Um, he was looking at, you know, visiting teams, uh, and what was funny was some of the, the teams that he was visiting was the teams that he said no to getting traded to. Uh, that, that was what caught my attention. I was like, okay, so it's. It, you're just sitting. You're, you're, you said you don't want to trade to those teams, but yet again, you're going to go visit those teams to look at. And that's not me knocking on anybody. I just found it kind of kind of strange a little bit. But I guess he just wanted to go on his own terms instead of the loss of uh, Vegas Raiders' terms. Uh, so he got released from his contract. Started visiting with the Jets. Started visiting with the Saints. It was leaning towards the New York Jets. However, uh news with the Aaron Rodgers stuff coming up and uh, the Jets uh, going, trying to go that direction also. We'll get into that story in a minute. Um, kind of just, you know, it kind of went, okay, you know, maybe I need to lean towards a different direction. Uh, the favorable spot was the Saints at first, and then he kept meeting back up with the Jets. And he was like, you know what? I'm trending towards the Jets. I think the Jets have a good... Uh, you know they have the weapons. They have a Garrett Wilson that receiver, and I can throw to him. He's he's open majority of the time. No one's really covering him lately. So you know what? Me and him will do some good things up in New York. Uh, we have uh, a good defensive back in Sauce Gardner. Uh, he I, I, honestly, it's like a good situation for him. Well, he signed with the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> Just put it uh, blatantly. Uh, yes, Derek Carr and uh, the New Orleans Saints have agreed to a four-year, $150 million deal, uh, and that includes a $100 million guarantee total. Um, that was reported by uh, reported by NFL insider Ian Rappert, and um, it, he does a great job, obviously, for the NFL and NFL Network in general. Uh yeah, this contract's huge. Uh, it's big. Um, and it was like, okay, the Saints were the favorites. No, we're going to go with the Jets. Okay, now we're back to the New Orleans Saints. But the Saints picked Derek Carr up. Um, I like the deal. I don't like the deal. Uh, there's some stuff I like about it. There's some stuff I don't. Um, yes, can Derek Carr play when he's on, yes, he can play when he's on. That's not me knocking Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is a a good quarterback, uh, but it's all about consistency for me. Uh, I think for me, uh, consistency is key with Derek Carr. I think when he's on, he's on. When he's not, he's not. Uh, it's kind of hot and cold. And I, I think the best thing to do at this point right now 
with Derek Carr is to uh, try to sit down and say, okay, look, let's, you know, we got some weapons here at New Orleans. And they do. They have a Taysom Hill. They have an Alvin Kamara. They have a Chris Olave. Uh, Michael Thomas is thinking about coming back now that Derek Carr is in New Orleans. So it's like, okay, we have something here, but can we do it? You know, can we, we got to have consistency. It's key. Uh, we have to, we have to, you know, try here, you know? So uh, I think that's the talk that that needs to be had. Um, I think he is a good quarterback and he puts up great numbers when he is on. Um, he's got the weapons in New Orleans. Can he capitalize? That's what I need to see coming up in 2023 in August. I think I need to see him try to capitalize on uh, the weapons that he has and he has to stay consistent. If he stays consistent, Derek Carr is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Not just one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He will lead this team to the playoffs. Um, the, in the New Orleans Saints are the South favorites now uh, in the NFC. Um, and that's not a shock uh, with the retirement of uh, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback to, all, to ever play the game. Uh, Seven-time Super Bowl winner, Tom Brady, retiring. But, yeah, uh, they're now the favorites. Um, and, and rightfully so. I mean, he, Derek Carr right now is arguably the best quarterback in the division now. Uh, so what does that do for Jameis Winston? Uh, Jameis Winston, uh, I think he is going to test free agency. If that's what I've been hearing, he is going to test free agency, and I think that will be that. Um, honestly, it, it's a good move if they capitalize on it. Uh, the, that's my only deal. I think he can be a good quarterback when he's on, and when he's on, he's on. However, he just needs to stay consistent and he needs to stay that way. Look, everybody's going to have a bad game. Uh, not everybody's going to be perfect. You know, you're going to miss. You're going to miss a pass. You're going to make a decision that okay, that guy was wide open, but I should have thrown it to uh, this guy over here. You know, uh, Taysom Hill was wide open. I should have thrown it. You know, to him instead of Michael Thomas, who was being double covered. You know, everyone's going to make a bad decision. But it's also a point where it's like, okay, I'm going to be hot one game, and then the next game I'm going to be not good. Week one, I'll be good. Week two, I'm not. Uh, week three, I'm good. Week four, I'm not. So it's like it's, it's, the, it's the balance, you know? You got to have at least a few bad games. You got to have majority of those games in your 18-week season. You got to have good games, and you got to produce, or you're not going to make the playoffs. So I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I think consistency is key. Uh, some of his numbers uh, last season were, they weren't terrible, but they could have been better. Um, the That's the only risk about paying him that much money is just the consistency. He is worth that much when he is on. When he is on fire and playing, he is worth that much. Uh $150 million is a lot <laughs> with 100, and, uh, 100 million in total guarantees. Uh, that's uh, 10 million, uh, 10 mil, uh, 60 and 10 a year. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, that's a lot. Um, but when he's on, he's on. And he's worth it when he's on. So I guess the Saints organization right now is asking, okay, fans, trust that it's going to work. There are fans that are excited about this. There are fans that are not. Um, I think, honestly, uh, it would be a good fit when he's on. Because when he's on, the Saints are going to go to the the playoffs. They'll 
they'll they will win their division and probably go to the d- divisional round of the playoffs. Um, so if they if they can you know stay consistent, um, but with the new rule change, it's not the divisional round; it was the wild card. So that was a, my a, my mistake on that part. But they could easily go to the wild card round, go to the playoffs in general. Doesn't matter. He just has to be consistent. Uh, good. He is good when he's on. So, uh, yeah, they signed him to a 150 million four year deal. Uh, total guarantees of a hundred million. So, moving on to the re-signings, we have another re-signing, and it's in the form of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones uh, was also offered a four-year deal for $160 million. Uh, I think the guarantees on that, if I'm not mistaken, are $35 million in incentives, I think. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones has kind of had an up-and-down track. Uh, if we're going to start talking about Daniel Jones here for a moment, he... I remember watching the the uh, the draft uh, back in 2016-2017, uh, and all of a sudden, you see him go number six, and then everyone was like, oh my gosh, what are the New York Giants doing here? It's like, oh, he's he is... A late first rounder, early second rounder at best. You picked him up at top ten. What are you doing? Uh, clearly, they uh, management had a plan. Um, to he was going to be the heir to Eli Manning's job, um, and he was. He ended up after Eli retired. He ended up taking the reins, and he. he it was an up and down stretch at that point. Uh, the first the first few years of his rookie contract were an up and down. You know. Up and down slope. I mean, he had good seasons. He had good moments. He had bad moments. He shined, and there were moments where he didn't. Um, Daniel Jones is, and don't get me wrong, in my opinion, he is a good quarterback. That's my thoughts. He is a good quarterback. I think he's good. He just needed the right coaching. That's where Brian Dable came in. Brian Dable, uh, the NFL Coach of the Year this uh, for the 2022 season, uh Good hire, in my opinion, was a great hire. He works well with quarterbacks. He works well with offense, with the offense. Um, he's a good head coach, uh, and he's proven to be a good head coach. Everyone was sitting there and saying, "Okay, we needed to, um, we needed to just, you know, take a take a look at this this guy. He's he's been a good offensive coordinator for so long. Let's just take a look at him, and let's you know just see what we can do with him." The Giants took a took a stand. They took a, like a they took a chance. Let's get Brian Dable. They hired him. First season, they make the playoffs. <laughs> First season, they make the playoffs. Granted, it did not. Uh, granted, for the Eagles, the Eagles did well in that playoff game. It did not end well for the Giants, but they got a playoff win. They go to the divisional round and face the Eagles. D- they didn't win that Eagles game. It was a harsh loss in reality. However, that game showed them what they needed to improve on and what they will be ready for coming up in the year. Daniel Jones had a good season, and he, and along with Brian Dable's coaching, helped led the Giants to a playoff run. So, credit to Daniel Jones. He re-signed uh, with a good deal with the Giants. That's what the Giants have been wanting is to, okay, let's coach him up. We have faith in him. He can do this. So, they did. They re-signed him, and... Now here is the the main question out of all of it. Good deal. That's a good deal. Good money. How does Saquon Barkley fit into this? 
That is the big question. How does Saquon Barkley fit into this? And that's that's the next topic here. Uh, going off with the Jets, we're talking about the Giants right now. Um, if Saquon Barkley got franchise tagged, uh, the franchise tag, yes, uh, it's a good incentive for the Giants. Um, a lot of people feel like Saquon should probably get a deal uh, and the right deal because he has been kind of the workhorse for that New York Giants team. Um, even though he did get hurt a couple of seasons ago, um, he's been when he when he's not hurt and he's not when he is playing, he has been a force to be reckoned with uh, for defenses in the NFL. So they franchise tagged him, and it's leaving fans wondering and scratching their heads. Okay, so. Yes, uh, you took more of a risk on Daniel Jones, but Saquon Barkley's not that big of a risk. You should re-sign him and franchise tag Daniel Jones. But I guess the Giants just felt, okay, we want to keep Daniel Jones around more. Saquon can wait. Um, he, my, my thoughts on this are I would try to get to Saquon as fast as I could. I get the franchise tag, but I would try to keep Saquon for as long as I can. He is he is an elite-level running back who is not to be taken lightly. Um, he deserves a new deal, and he has earned it for sure. So uh, if I'm the New York Giants organization, I would probably take a look at that as soon as I can uh, to work a deal out with Saquon to keep him around for a long time. Uh, credit Daniel Jones. He is a good quarterback, and I believe – that he will be even better next season. I think the Giants are going to be a team to look out for. Uh, they're under the radar right now, maybe, but I would take a look at them and just watch out for them uh, coming up in the 2023 season. However, I would still try to worry about getting Saquon Barkley a deal coming up soon uh, within the 2023 season. That is a deal that needs to be worked on for sure after this franchise tag's over with. Um, moving on to some more, uh, you know, trades uh i would say uh those are mainly the two biggest free agency signings uh for now uh before we go to the trade let's get let's get kicked into the uh more free agents real quick uh and i'm just gonna jot down some things real quick uh frank clark defensive end of the kansas city chiefs uh they could not work on a new deal uh frank clark has been released from the kansas city chiefs uh the test free agency um that's kind of a big law lo- a big loss there um i'm not gonna lie I, I I thought they were going to rework a deal um, and just get ready to, you know, uh, continue the career there and continue the fun there also. Um, Frank Clark is a good player, uh, good defensive end. Uh, he, he's going to get looked at for sure. I think that's a, it's a big loss for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, does it really necessarily matter? I think the Kansas – probably not. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be good. They're going to be good in 2023, but – they are losing a good piece of their defense there. Uh, Frank Clark had a good run with them, and they are losing a good piece of their defense there. So, I mean, again, uh, they couldn't rework on a, they couldn't work on a new deal. Uh, it's going to test free agency, and best of luck to Frank Clark. Um, that's just another big piece of free agency news. Uh, but let's move on to the trades. Uh, the trade block rumors are heating up. Um, most notably that I've been seeing right now is DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry. Uh, I was just scrolling one day, sitting down, and then all I see is, oh, DeAndre Hopkins is, is going to be on the trade block soon. I'm like, okay, why would anybody want to trade a DeAndre Hopkins? <laughs> uh, he's one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League. He's put up numbers. Why does anybody? Why would anybody want to trade him? 
But I guess you, you got to also think of future draft picks and future compensation for him uh, could be, you know, good enough for organizations. So uh, the, the the team I've been hearing around for DeAndre Hopkins, I said it in a previous episode of Pigskin Frenzy, but uh, uh, one that I've been hearing is the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I, that that would be probably one of the deadliest combos I've seen in recent memory. And I, and I will give that one high praise. Patrick Mahomes with Kelsey, but now you got to think of Patrick Mahomes with Travis Kelsey and DeAndre Hopkins. That's a three-headed dragon right there. Along with the other weapons of Isaiah Pachinko, uh, you have uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, as the rotating back. You have Kadarius Toney. You have Miko uh, Hardman. Um, I mean, you have a lot. I mean, Kansas, their offense is, you know, I mean, you have Jared McKinnon. That's another one. I mean, you have a lot on their offense. That's that's good. Then you just add DeAndre Hopkins to the mix as the number one, as the new number one receiver for Patrick Mahomes. Oh man, I mean, that's almost you know just give him give him the number one seat again in the AFC. Almost. I mean, now that's not a knock at the Cincinnati Bengals or the Buffalo Bills. They got a good team also. I'm about to mention the Buffalo Bills in a minute, but hang on just for a second. But the Chiefs with DeAndre Hopkins would be be huge. So, I mean, I, I, that that's something to keep an eye on there. Uh, that's a that's one of the destinations I've been hearing for DeAndre Hopkins. Again, a good pickup wherever he goes. I mean, he is a phenomenal receiver. Um, good hands, good awareness, uh, and good progression while catching. Uh, he he is a good receiver. Uh, he's one of the elites. So, uh, a good good pickup if the Kansas City Chiefs can pull it off. Good pickup for them, and whoever pulls it off and gets and lands DeAndre Hopkins, good trade uh, and good deal for them. Uh, another one that I've been seeing around is Derrick Henry. Uh, that is huge. Uh, the Titans are thinking about uh, shopping for Derrick Henry, putting him on the trade block, and uh, some of the odds I've been seeing are the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the second best odds are the Miami Dolphins, and the third best odds are the New York Giants. Uh, a combo with Saquon Barkley, even though they franchise tagged him, and Derrick Derek Henry would get the uh, ground game going for the New York Giants. And that's a huge pickup for the Giants if they pull that off. Um, but let's just focus on Derrick Henry uh, getting traded to the Bills for a second there because that's, what, that's, what, that's the one I wanted to mention there. If that trade get, you know, gets pulled off, you, you, you talk about DeAndre Hopkins going to the Chiefs, okay, well, the Bills are going to be like, okay, we'll counter that. We'll counter that with Derrick Henry coming to the Bills. The Bills have been actively shopping for a running back, um, and it's no secret that's that's what they've been kind of targeting uh, in the NFL draft. But not only in the NFL draft, they were trying to hoping kind of hoping to pick up a uh, running back during free agency or even trade for one. That would be a pickup right there. <laughs> I mean, for any team to pick up a, a Derrick Henry, that's one right there. Um, very very good pickup there. Um, if the Bills pull it off, uh, I mean, listen, he led the league in rushing, uh, two years straight, 2019 and 2020. Uh, he's a workhorse. He's, uh, one of the biggest running backs in the league. He's powerful, strong, and he's fast. He's built like a linebacker, but, but he's, he runs just so quick. Uh, and it's almost scary. Uh, it's almost scary. I remember watching him in Alabama, uh, when he was at college, and he was just a freak. And he was a freak. He uh, 
his physical attributes and his mental attributes and his patience while he runs is is is, is second to none. He's one of the elites in the NFL as a running back, along with a Saquon Barkley or a Christian McCaffrey. Even um, I, I would keep an eye on that. Uh, you got Josh Allen at quarterback, Stephon Diggs at wide receiver. You have uh, D- uh, Dawson Knox at tight end. Uh, I mean, it's it's I mean Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel Davis, you, I mean, it's it, Derek Henry. If they add him, that's a that's a team right there. That's an offensive juggernaut right there. Because you got the ground game going, then you got the passing game going. Who's going to stop you, really? I mean, that may be the piece that they need to get the ground game going, get the running back, get the running game going. If they get that going, the Bills are in prime position to try to go back to the AFC Championship game and maybe even try to make it to the Super Bowl. That is, uh. Huge if they can pull that trade off. Uh, if Derrick Henry goes to the Dolphins, that's another good trade. Uh, you got Tua Tungavailoa, um, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Then you add Derrick Henry into that mix. A group of young stars uh, in the making in Miami. In Miami with a new new head. I mean, he's a second year head coach now, but Mike McDaniel was a first year head coach, and he did surprisingly well. Uh, he brought Miami to the playoffs against a Buffalo Bills team in the first round. They lose, absolutely they did. However, they are a, still a solid team that you don't need to take lightly now. Miami's in there now. Miami is uh, no slouch. You would used to look at Miami and go, okay, I mean that may be a win. Now you're looking at Miami and you're thinking, okay, that's not so. So you know that's a game. You're gonna have to come to play Miami now. That is a, a, a maybe a good spot for him. Miami would be. Uh, he he, like I said, he runs like a deer. And if Miami can get that, they're running their side of the running game going. That would be good too. Uh, the least likely would be the Giants out of those out of you know out of the three of those, uh, just because they have Saquon Barkley. But if you add the rotation in there, that's still dangerous because they're an up and coming team too. So either way. The Bills could be more dangerous. The Miami Dolphins could be more dangerous. And you're just helping out the Giants more by adding a, another star running back in the fold along with Saquon Barkley. And then you got the passing game developing with Daniel Jones. So, I mean, it, it's a good it's a good start uh, for Derrick Henry. Yeah, and it would be a good start for any of those teams to try to you know, compete for a conference title or maybe even go to the Super Bowl. So, uh Derek Henry has been with the Titans for a long time. Uh, and if they're still shopping him and looking for a move, uh, just keep an eye on that. Uh, I'll post updates about whatever happens on uh, Twitter and Facebook uh, under the Pigskin Frenzy pages. But um, that's a big one. Uh, and, and last but not least, the biggest one is the Aaron Rodgers uh, situation. Uh Going on with Aaron Rodgers, uh, this you got to rewind the clock back with Aaron Rodgers to uh, about 2020, 2021, uh, mainly 2021. He was not really happy with the organization. He felt like uh, he just felt like he just I don't he just wasn't in place. Uh, a lot of it was okay. We're not going to draft wide receivers, uh, which he wanted. He wanted more receivers, more help, and more guys to throw to. Um, and more help around him, and they didn't really, they really just kind of didn't fill him in. They ignored his request and just kind of didn't fill him in on a lot of the things that going on, and he felt like, okay, I've been here a long time. I've paid my dues. I feel like I need to be in the loop on some of these decisions. Um, 
so he he was asking, okay, do I need to get do I need to release get uh, get a ask for a uh, a release, uh, go for a trade or uh, retire? He was thinking about all of that going into twenty twenty one. Well, he worked out a deal. Uh, he worked out a deal uh, for the net for that season to just go. Okay, here's the thing. I'm going to sit and uh, you know play one season a one and a one year on my deal contract and then I'm going to see where I go from there. Uh I'm not going to sign the extension. I'm just going to what let it happen. Uh if I want to go to free agency, I want to go to free agency. I'm going to make my own decision here. Uh if I want to re-sign with the Green Bay Packers and I feel like I I'm falling in love with the Packers again, I'm going to do that. So, he played the season. Uh they lost in the the playoffs to the 49ers. Uh then he ended up re-signing with the Green Bay Packers. He felt like he fell in love with them again. He got a huge deal, uh, over over $200 million uh, for four or five-year guarantee. But uh, this season, a lot of those same issues re-sparked, but kind of have gotten worse from here on out. Uh, they did not make the playoffs. Uh, Seattle uh, won their game of the season, and they eliminated both the Lions and the Packers from contention. Uh, and it, it was, it, it was kind of one of those things where I was like, okay, I think this is it for me at green Bay. Uh, he had, a, he had a moment where he was just sitting there waving to the fans and, you know, walking out of Lambeau. It seemed like for the final time. Um, and now we're here sitting here wondering, okay, am I going to retire? Am I going to get traded? Or am I still going to play for Green Bay? Uh, we're back at square one. We're back where we were going into the 2021 year. Um, <clears throat> so my thought process on this is uh, obviously the news are breaking that the Jets have called. Uh, I've called, flown out to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers. And now there's a, a lot of people on ESPN reporting that uh, the, the, uh, the Packers – are on the brink of trading Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Um, that would be huge because the Jets have been trying to have been actively pursuing Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they want a quarterback that could bridge, I guess, bridge and help mentor Zach Wilson. Um, and they want to, and, and not just not just that, they want a winning quarterback that could probably win now. They want somebody to throw to Garrett Wilson, and they want a good situation. Again, because uh, they haven't had a good situation in a while, so the Jets just you know they want something. They want they want to win. They want something. They felt like they were off to a good start uh, earlier in the season, then it kind of just crashed and burned. Um, but with the Aaron Rodgers, that changes the whole dynamic of the New York Jets. So there, it, that that would be a good that could be a good situation on both sides. It could help uh, revive a little bit of that magic for Aaron Rodgers, while also. Leading air like while leading the New York Jets to prominence and to a place they haven't been to in a long time, which is obviously the NFL playoffs. So, uh, not just that, uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, they would start Jordan Love, obviously, they would get Jordan Love in and he would take the reins finally as the new Green Bay Packers starting quarterback. Uh, obviously, it hurts to lose an Aaron Rodgers. Um, it really, and he's a, he's a legend. He's a he's a future Hall of Famer. Uh, it hurts to lose him. However, uh, it's looking like it's it's about to become a reality. We're about to see 
uh, possibly Aaron Rodgers in a New York Jets uniform. Um, I don't know if that's official or not. I don't think it is official, but they're saying it's intimate and or it's on the brink of possibility that Barry, that the Green Bay Packers will trade Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets. Um, I'm pretty sure that a decision will be made within the next week or so. So we can talk about it next Thursday on Pigskin Frenzy. Uh, that's all we got for today and all the time we have. Um, big thank you to if you're watching on YouTube. Big thank you for listening on Podbean. And a big thank you for listening on Spotify. Uh, and, and like I said, if you want to uh, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the channel, like the episode, uh, leave a comment under on under each episode on YouTube. Give me your thoughts about uh, the trade, the uh, who's on the trade block, uh, the trading destinations for uh, all these players, who goes where, uh, the signings for uh, Derek Carr and Daniel Jones. Um, just, I mean, everything. Just, just leave your thoughts and leave your comments uh, under uh, this episode here and under each episode for Pig Skin Frenzy. Like the episode, leave a comment, and subscribe to the channel. Um, on Spotify, follow the channel, like the episode, and share around with others on, on Podbean. Same thing. Share around with others, like the episode, and follow on there as well. Uh, Twitter, again, at underscore, uh, at Pig underscore Frenzy, all lowercase, Follow the page, like the tweets, turn your notifications on for updates of episodes and football news. Uh, Facebook, same thing, like the page and uh, uh, like the post, uh, turn your notifications on for updates for episodes and football news as well. Thank you for joining us here. I'm Joel Norris signing off, and I will see you guys on Tuesday with another Pigskin Frenzy.